It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. That seems to me like government is establishing a religion. The latest in politics and world affairs. If you give people rights, women's rights, gay rights, whatever, there can't be equal rights if there's special rights. Today's current opinions and ideas. Surveys show that, that people still really prefer freedom versus force. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. Let's have a conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, valued, you have purpose. Today's Drive for Excellence, take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, you were made for this moment. And thank you to the team that I get to work with. That's producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Jen, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. And kudos to you, producer Steve. Uh, This is Thanksgiving week. And we are pre-recording these shows uh, so that we have original content. There may be one or two that we might just reclaim because those are, are evergreen, but we're working on that. But this is a, a, a pre-recorded show that we uh, are doing with Dr. Jill Vecchio. And to hats off to you, Producer Steve, and the team for making this happen. Well, I'll send it. Uh, always good to have a good captain on the bridge. <laughs> well, uh, yes, we are. We are in the waters right now as we're doing all of these recordings, for sure. Producer Steve uh, would encourage people to go to my website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at Kim dot com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the, the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And my friends, it's never compassionate to take other people's stuff, whether or not it's their rights, their rights, their property, freedom, livelihood, opportunity, or lives via force. And force could be a weapon, but it also could be policy or unpredictable and excessive taxation. We've seen fear, coercion, government-induced inflation big time right now. The World Economic Forum Davos Globalist Elite's Agenda or the new 87,000 IRS agents authorized in the Democrats' Economy Reduction Act. And for this particular show, uh, we have on the line with us Dr. Jill Vecchio, and uh, her her day job, she's she's moving towards retirement, but has been helping save women's lives as a radiologist. Uh, but she was also one of those few people in America that had actually read the complete uh, Unaffordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, and was out there explaining to people that there were risks with government-run health care, and man, was she right. Dr. Jill Vecchio, welcome to the show. Thank you, and happy Thanksgiving week to everybody out there. Uh, absolutely. There's a lot to be grateful for. Uh, first thing, Jill, I wanted to go to our quote for today because uh, <laughs> uh, this is so it's, it's so prescient for what we see here. And it's George Orwell, and he said, All tyrannies rule through fraud and force, but once the fraud is exposed, they must rely exclusively on force. What's your thoughts about that, Dr. Jill? Here, here. That is such a great quote and from such uh, an interesting person because he was part of the Fabian Society, which set up the World Bank uh, and the International Monetary Fund and were highly influential in what is now the World Economic Forum. In other words, that group, the Fabian Society, wanted to have one world government, one world communism, where the state would be the new religion and and a group, a small group of elites would run everything and tell everybody else what to do. 
And George Orwell left that group and then wrote the books 1984 and Animal Farm. So it's really worth paying attention to what George Orwell had to say, because he was an insider who left the group. Well, and the things that he talked about, that he warned us about, we're here. And it's uh, gone under different names. The Great Reset uh, is, is really what it is. They're trying to reset society, uh, reset the world, and they want to be in control. When we first started talking about this, Jill, with the World Economic Forum, uh, people call it uh, tin hat stuff. Oh, conspiracy theorists. But um, it's coming true. And right now I see with, with, Jill, when when the World Economic Forum said a few years ago, by 2030, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. I'm like, how could that happen? Well, it can happen through high taxation and high inflation, and we're there right now, Dr. Jill. Well, yeah, and they have a whole, they have their fingers in every single aspect of our entire society, everything. And they're working, they've been brilliant in their plan, and it's been so occult, and, and occult I mean by you couldn't recognize it unless you understood ahead of time what was going on and what their plan was. That, so they, it wasn't like they had a big French Revolution or a Bolshevik Revolution. They just stealthily have introduced bit by bit by bit, very patiently over time, uh, as, uh, changes in our society and changes in the way we think and who controls what, such that we're now at a state where if, if we don't fix this in our generation, I mean that yours and my generation, then uh, there, I think there's no, there's no hope for us to, to stop it, any other generations to stop it. Do you agree? Well, I do think we are at very dangerous times. Uh, recently, we had uh, retired Major uh, General Army, uh, Joe Arbuckle on, and he said that he thinks that this is akin to the uh, uh, 1775, right before the American Revolution, that we are in such a dangerous time. And that kind of takes your breath away when you think about that, Jill. I think it's even bigger than that because I think this is worldwide. Wow. This isn't just our country. This is worldwide. Well, and Jill, you've done a tremendous amount of research on this, on the Great Reset, and you've got a great uh, uh, program on it, and you're willing to, to go to groups uh, to talk about this. How can people get more information and get connected with you? Should they just reach out to me? or, or uh, what, uh, what? Well, you know, or, or, or they, could, uh, they could contact me. Or they could reach out to you, definitely. That's the easiest way um, because everybody's going to remember your show and everything. Otherwise, they can contact me at JQ. Q is in uh, Queen, Q U E, but it's <laughs> Q, JQ, Vecchio, V as in Victor, E C C H I O, at gmail.com. And they can just email me, or if they reach out to you, you can give them my cell phone number. You okay. Know, and and they, we, can just, we can just communicate that way. That would be the easiest thing. Uh, and, and I can do these talks for free because the more people that need to hear about it, that's what I do with Obamacare. Um, I, I rarely got paid for those talks. and I, but I You should get paid. But, uh, I know. But, it would be really nice. But, um, but this can be my contribution, you know, to, to what's happening. To saving, um, saving our country right. and saving society. Right. <laughs> right. And that's what I did with Obamacare. The vast majority of the time I did not get paid. And I traveled all over the place on my own dime. 
um, and I and I'm more than happy to do it again this time because this is so important for people to know. Okay, so let's jump in here, Jill. If somebody hasn't ever heard the term the Great Reset, what where would you start with that uh, conversation? Well, uh, you know, and and I don't want to spend too much time on the history of it, but it really goes back over a hundred years. Um, the the more recent extrapolations of it were Agenda Twenty One, and under I think it's important for people to understand. You know, the conspiracy theory, oh, how could, oh, there are just a couple of people, how could a couple of people influence make this much difference? No, no, no. Uh, this has been going on for a long time, and the United Nations is incremental, or is instrumental, is, is central in the World Economic Forums. This whole Great Reset plan really started with the United Nations, and understand that this Agenda 21 that we were told was a conspiracy years ago, has never been a conspiracy. It's on the United Nations website. And they set out to figure out how to achieve their goal of one world government, new world order, right? Same thing. And they had to find a touchstone for it. And they decided that the Earth, saving the planet, they had to create a crisis, an, uh, an ecological crisis, saying that the planet was at risk and therefore people who weren't political, who didn't want to be involved in politics, they would embrace this Agenda 21, which was to save the planet. So they created the crisis of the planet is, is going to expire in, you know, how many years. So therefore, you have to give us control. You have to give up your freedom and, and let us control all these aspects of your life so we can save the planet for you. Okay. So that's where they came, and it's, it's a brilliant tack, you know, it's a, a brilliant strategy. So they, they, over the years, Agenda 21 turned into Agenda 2030 that you mentioned earlier, where they need to accomplish a certain number of things by 2030, and then uh, the Great Reset is just a new iteration of that. So they, they keep coming up with one or two more things, you know, over and over and over, new iterations, but the Great Reset was really kind of the in your face. Now we're now we're going to step out into the open and say now we're going to reset everything because everything is so messed up. Well, of course, you know, they're largely responsible for the messes that's right. here now as usual, but uh now now we're going to fix it and here's how we can fix it. So but now they're in the open. And uh now more people are able to analyze it more willing to analyze it because they're talking so much out in the open about it um it's not hard to get information it's hard to get information on the the big picture but it's and that's why i wanted to look into the big picture and and try to explain it to people because it is hard it took many 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 hours of research to put it all together in ways that people could understand in ways that i could understand it and have it all all come together and make sense. But I can tell you that I truly believe that every single thing that's happening in our world, every political decision, everything happening in the world from finance to media to Hollywood to um, farming, uh, housing, all of it is related to the Great Reset. All of it can be explained by the Great Reset, and all of it serves the purpose of the Great Reset, which is based on, again, you know, decades, decades of the same plan being interacted piece by piece. 
Well, and it really has permeated into almost everything, as you mentioned, like education and big tech and corporate boards and uh, just across the spectrum. But uh, the light is being shed on this. Uh, We're bringing truth and clarity to it, which I think is super important. So we're going to continue the conversations. Uh, We're going to go to break, and we'll be back here in just a moment with Dr. Jill Vecchio. Before we do that, though, shout out to a great sponsor. Both the shows is Hooters Restaurants. They have five locations, Loveland, Aurora, Westminster, Lone Tree, and Colorado Springs. And uh, a great place to get together with friends to watch uh, college football, NFL, just get together with friends. Uh, just to get together. And they have great specials during the week, uh, lunch specials as well as happy hour specials. And they became partners of my show. It's a very interesting story about freedom and free markets and capitalism. You can find that at my website, KimMunson.com. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back with Dr. Jill Vecchio. Three Points Financial is a fiduciary financial planning company focused on helping individuals and families. Mary Alpers and Steve Cruz at Three Points Financial specialize in investment strategies, tax planning and preparation, and retirement planning with no product sales or commissions. Tax laws have changed and will continue to change. Inflation is real. Three Points Financial helps you maneuver through these changes to achieve your financial success. For clarity and a solid, relevant financial and investment plan while working with a company that puts your interests at the forefront, schedule a no-obligation initial consultation at threepointsfinancial.com. That's threepointsfinancial.com. Freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of assembly, and freedom of religion are foundational to a free society. Help preserve and conserve our freedoms by contributing to support The Kim Munson Show at KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. And welcome back to The Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. And uh, sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And uh, on the line with me is Dr. Jill Vecchio. We're talking about the Great Reset. Uh, What's the next thing that our listeners should understand about the Great Reset, Dr. Jill? Well, we, we said that they, they wanted to institute the one world order, new world order, a single world government that would be based on socialism, communism, basically, a small group of elites over a bunch of uh, what they call useless eaters, right, which is the rest of us. Uh, and they, they said, how can we sell this to the grand public, the worldwide public? And this is, this is people from... 179 countries initially, and now 194 countries have signed on to things like the Paris Climate Accord, all in line with what we're calling the Great Reset. It's been through many iterations, as we said. And they said, well, what do we tell people? Let's see, what's wrong with the world? Well, we'll tell everybody there's inequality, poverty, and disease, which there is. There is. Those are big problems. Then then they're going to say there's climate change. Well, there's been climate change throughout the history of the Earth. The climate has changed over and over again. But now, now they're making it seem like it's something that has never happened before, and it's a crisis. So what's the real problem? We're using up the Earth's resources. Uh, and the bottom line was there are too many people living in too many places on the Earth, and we have to fix that. So the minute you, would, you acknowledge that they say there are too many people 
living in the, on the earth. There are 7.6 billion people right now in their documents. One was called, uh, let's see here, the Global Biodiversity Assessment 1995 had authors that participated in this document. It's an 1,100-page document. In 1995, 50 different countries, 60 authors were from the United States, so from all over the world. They came up with an ideal number of people to be no more than 1 billion people. 1 billion people. So they have to decrease the Earth's population from 7.6 billion to 1 billion. Now, that's not a joke. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is their own writing, and you can look it up on YouTube, and they will tell you that in their own words. Wow. Now, once you understand that the population they're, they're working on population growth all over the place right because zero population growth and all this stuff it explains so much abortion transgenderism pushing the the gender neutral the gender um dysphoria in our kids uh, they won't be able to produce right they won't reproduce transgenders won't reproduce uh, lgbts won't reproduce if you have late-term abortion or a week after delivery you know, killing babies, then that will control the population and over time would depopulate. They don't have time, or they're claiming they don't, they don't want to take the time, but they have their agenda and they have their deadlines. So they have, have had to accelerate things. Uh, we know that COVID came from a lab, this gain-of-function research that's been going on all over the world since World War One. Nobody stopped their bio labs. They all kept going, and they're all coordinating with one another, which is really strange, isn't it? Mm -hmm. They're all coordinating with one another across many countries, and the United States is absolutely involved. Anthony Fauci has been kind of a ringleader for a lot of it. The United Nations WHO is involved in it, So, the, and, and then they released COVID. And before COVID was released, what they have? Oh, they had, the World Economic Forum had a big uh, practice session on uh, a COVID pandemic in October 2019, right before COVID was released. You gotta, you know, you gotta, and, and you can you can find this documentation anywhere. Once you understand that they believe there are too many people on this earth using too many of the earth's resources, then you have to start looking at politics differently. Stop listening to most, the vast majority, in my opinion. You can listen to them, but but don't. You know, they, they ever, the, the the mainstream media and even most of most of Fox News wants to let you think that this is all just politics as usual, and the Democrats are stupid, and they're doing these ridiculous things, and all it takes is for us to do blah 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 blah, reopen the Keystone Pipeline, everything would be great. Why aren't they doing it? Blah blah blah. Well, they never answer why are they really doing what they are doing, other than oh they're stupid. Or it's their agenda. Well, what is what? It, you know, let's talk about their agenda. What really is their agenda? Their agenda is really to get rid of a bunch of us. Okay, I'm going to say it out loud. So that explains, uh, um, and, in, and there's documents in Agenda 21 and the Global Biodiversity Assessment and then um, Great Reset. They all talk about things that aren't sustainable. We've all heard about sustainable living, right? Sustainable right, development, right. sustainable building. All of that is related to Agenda 21 even though that was a conspiracy theory, right? Ha, ha, ha. Right. So things that aren't sustainable, let's, let's look at two of them. Dams, they've been getting rid of dams, hydroelectric dams. They've been getting rid of them. 
and they and they want to get rid of fossil fuels. So they want us to drive electric cars, have windmills. So windmills, when the wind isn't blowing uh, or blowing too hard, then they have to back up to fossil fuels, coal and natural gas. Well, they want to get rid of fossil fuels also, but they want everybody to drive electric cars. Well, and then, so and, and yeah, and one other thing that plays into this is these smart meters that uh, Excel is putting on people's homes, uh, right. where basically uh, it's data collection. It can tell exactly which ports are, are pulling energy, uh, which means that then the next thing they might be making, I mean, the fact that with COVID they showed their hand, that they determined some businesses were essential and some weren't, some people were essential and some weren't. Just think about how that could play out if you have your electric car, you need to, you want to go see your family or you want to go do something or go to work. And they say, hey, you're not essential. They turn your, in, your energy off and you have no mobility. That's why freedom of mobility is so important, Jill. Right. And then you talk about the fossil fuels. Now you have, now we're in a, a fuel shortage, fuel crisis. Now we're talking about diesel fuel is going to be, and, and Joe Biden has been using up all of the reserves that Donald Trump put in place. He's been using all those up in order to gain political momentum for the midterms. Um, but we're not going to have, so if you want to get rid of a population, what do you do? Well, you, you, you starve them. If you want to really control them, don't let them move around. COVID, they didn't let us move around then. Now they're not letting us move around now. If they're, if they're not going to let us have hydroelectric power, they can't support wind power for beans without fossil fuels. They won't let us have fossil fuels. So we can't have farming. Farming depends on fossil fuels for fertilizer. They won't let. They don't want us to have pesticides or herbicides to kill bugs and weeds. So the farming stuff is is heavily impacted by this plan, this attack on fossil fuels and dams. Energy is energy is critical. So when they take away your energy, what does that tell you that they want? They don't want you to eat. They don't want you to farm. They don't want you to have uh, a lifestyle. They don't want you to travel around. They want to control every part of you. And they can do that by controlling our power sources. Well, and that's why this assault on fossil fuels is, it's been um, well-planned, uh, long time in coming. Uh, and I mean, they, there was an assault on the lumber industry, <clears throat> you know, here in the United States. And basically, they shut that down. And uh, that was 30-some years ago. And what do you need for homes? Lumber. So they make lumber more scarce and more expensive. And so it's been a, a long time as we see these things playing out. We've got about a minute left in this segment. Uh, Jill, what point do you want to make before we go to break? Um, uh, one, of the other, one of the other things related to farming, I mean, there's so many things related to farming, but they had a 30 by 30 program that I think um, was enacted, I think, I think it was in, even in Obama, but Biden has doubled down on it. 30 by 30 is what they call it. So they want 30% of the land in the United States to be controlled by the federal government by 2030. There's another thing called the Wildlands Project. You can look this up online easily and just look for an image, a map, called the Wildlands Project done in 1995 in coordination with NAFTA, which was signed by Bill Clinton. And it shows a map of the United States, which is one of the most powerful slides that I show in my talk. It shows the United States and probably 95% of the United States is, is meant to have little or no human habitation. 
the habitation that is going to be there is going to be controlled by the government. The only places that people are allowed to live are tiny little black dots in big cities, you know, Chicago, the East Coast, Detroit, L.A., San Francisco. That's where people are allowed to live, period. This was made up by in, in coordination with our government. Un- they didn't tell us about this. Unbelievable, Dr. Jill Vecchio. So let's go to break, uh, and when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Dr. Jill Vecchio. And before we go to break, I wanted to talk with Matt Dark with Roots Medical. Uh, he also has the new show on KLZ 560, The Matt Dark Show. Matt Dark, welcome. Thank you, Kim. It's always so warming, and I love being here in the holidays. Thank you for having me. Well, absolutely. First of all, congratulations on the show. Just so excited to have you as part of the Crawford KLZ team. So that's that's super awesome. Yes, uh, so blessed. So let's talk about, well, um, gratitude. What's your thoughts on gratitude? Right. Regarding this Thanksgiving week. Gratitude actually is probably the greatest gift I'll have. Uh, When I think of the gifts I have in my life, the the gratitude I feel for those gifts, it's overwhelming. I I don't know that I can really put into words when I step back and look at all the blessings, all the gifts. To me to ever get, have earned those, it's not going to happen. So I am so grateful to have have the things and, and just the gift of tomorrow can be even better if I choose, you know, that direction. Gratitude means the whole world to me right now. Well, and don't you think that when we live a life of gratitude, and sometimes it's it's uh, easy to forget, but to living a life of gratitude really keeps things in perspective. And, you know, people talk about wanting to live a happy life. I would actually challenge, it's more, I think our goal is a joyful life. Yes. And you can live a joyful life even in tough situations if you... You know, live a life of gratitude. When you're, when you're in gratitude, it also starts to promote and, and, and expel out all these other things like, uh, you know, faith and trust and, and wanting to help another person. When you look inside and you think, wow, I got it good. I got a lot better than others. How can I be more impactful for others? It, gratitude is actually the most healthy, beneficial place, mind state I'll ever be in. And, and that's really the thing is, what do I need to do to keep in that mind state? Statement of gratitude. Well, and that is why, Matt, that this is so dangerous, this uh, um, thing, that this division that has happened in our country. We need to come together to unite. And yes. um, when, you're, when people are taught that they're oppressors or victims, that takes away the whole gratitude component of it. And that's why we need to be, and you're doing it on your show, me on my show, shedding light on what that destructive narrative is and bring us bringing us back to just all that we have to be grateful for. There, there's an element of, of dropping pride, accepting, hey, I was wrong, or hey, you're right, maybe this person had a good idea. There's a, there's a beauty in that. But, but being grateful, being grateful to even have that conversation with another person and understanding why are they so hysterical about abortion? Why do they want an open border? All these things with a heart sort of centered around gratitude, you can have that conversation. And if they walk away and still say, you're crazy, I think you should abort at any stage of birth, you gave them your heart and it came from the loving place. And that's, that's all starts with gratitude. Absolutely. So, Matt Dark, we're just about out of time before we go to break, but uh, tell us just a little bit. When can people hear the new Matt Dark show? Okay, so we're so great. We're so grateful. We're so blessed. We're Monday through Wednesday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. We are live. We are in it, folks. We have so much uh, guests that are impactful to your life, stuff that's on your heart. You call in. It's an interactive show. We want you a part of it. 
Well, that is just awesome. And so very grateful to have you part of the team. Thank you. And wishing you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. And everybody at Roots Medical, that's R-O-O-T-S, Roots Medical. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. You as well. God bless. God bless. The Metro home ownership real estate market is very tight right now. That's why Kim Munson recommends you have seasoned REMAX realtor Karen Levine on your side of the table. Karen Levine will help you navigate through the many details of your home buying experience so that you can successfully pursue your American dream. Because Karen Levine cares about property rights for each individual, she volunteers hundreds of hours to represent home ownership opportunities at the local, county, state, and national level. If you are considering buying or selling your home, call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Monson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. Uh, Dr. Joe Vecchio, before we went to break, you mentioned the Wild, uh, Wild Lands Project that they have a map of where the, they, and I, we're going to do another sh- uh, show on who they are, but yeah. where they say that we can live. And uh, one of the, the things that I had recommended a no vote on was the extension of the Douglas County uh, sales tax for open space, sales and use tax for open space. First of all, sales and use taxes are regressive, meaning that they hurt those on the lowest rung of the economic ladder the most because uh, it taxes, um, you know, basic things that they need for their lives. So there's additional taxes on that. But I used to like the idea of open space. And, of course, we've got the Colorado Lottery where people give their hard-earned dollars at the shot at maybe winning millions of dollars. And, again, many times those are people that uh, are, are on the lower rungs of the economic ladder. So there's that's a whole nother conversation. But using that money for open space. And, and during this process, somebody said, Kim, call it what it really is. It's government-owned land. But, you know, the, the idea that an individual can go out into the open space and hike and bike and, boy, that sounds attractive. But I thought COVID was very telling when... With COVID, they were determining who was essential, who wasn't. But when I went down to the local park and the playground was um, wrapped with uh, yellow tape saying you could not access the playground equipment, I'm like, I'm not so sure that I like to think about uh, all these elites in charge of open space. What's your thoughts on that? Well, you know, so many ideas are good ideas, but they need to, you know, it's not so much black and white. Um, but it, it's always a matter of um, degrees, right? So open spaces are great, 
if you don't abuse it. Um, electing our own politicians is great if the elections are free and fair. Uh, having politicians make decisions on our behalf is great as long as they don't abuse that power and they respect the Constitution. Do you see what I mean? It, it's like it, it's always a matter of uh, our, our Constitution and our government works great as long as the people remain educated and exercise Bingo. their freedoms and control and, and, and take and participate in their government. When we stop doing that, that's how we end up with the government we have now, a completely corrupt system. So, you know, every there are great ideas, and you can't just say, oh, well, we shouldn't have any open space that's, you know, that the government has. The, the question is we have to make sure that the government doesn't abuse their power. Well, so, and, and to, to that I point, mean? I mean, I think that we're at a point where we have enough open space. Uh, Douglas County, over 50% of Douglas County is open space. And uh, at some point in time, taking land out of food production to build for people to to you know build homes, I mean, at some point in time, you, there you have to say no. And I think that we're to that point now, uh, Jill, because um, these programs have been in for quite some time. It's government-owned land. We've seen what these elites really what their agenda is, and so I. That's why I'm thinking. Well, enough is enough on that right now. Um, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. Like, like I just said, you know, everything in moderation, right? Everything, but and everything, and we have to keep an eye on our government. It's our job. You know, freedom is not a spectator sport, and our constitution depends on us being active and paying attention to what our government's doing. And for decades, we were right. more involved in consumerism and play and having a great time, and we allowed our government to be corrupted. And now our government is very close to taking control of our entire lives, and we're scrambling to try and figure out how it happened and what to do about it. Right, and that's why this uh, talk that you're doing on The Great Reset is so important. And once again, I want to make a, a note that if you reach out to me at Kim at KimMunson.com, uh, I'll get you in touch with Dr. Jill because she's uh, taken this on the road. Or again, what is your email address, Jill? J-Q-Vecchio, V as in Victor, E-C-C-H-I-O, at gmail.com. Jill, one of the things I'm concerned about is uh, desperation by these elites now. Uh, One of the positive things about COVID was, A, it woke a bunch of people up in the education system. uh, Kids were learning from home and parents were seeing what they were being taught. They're like, wait a minute. And so there's this positive thing that has occurred. But what I'm concerned about is these elites have been you know, getting this this whole agenda in place for quite some time. And it's almost like they're doubling down because they know that time is short for them to continue their evil plan, if you will. You know what? So what do you think about that? Yes, exactly. That's exactly right. And Trump really threw wrenches in their plan because they were thinking Hillary was going to get in. She was going to have eight years. And by the end of Hillary's reign, after eight year, eight more years of between Obama and Hillary, the 16-year plan, that they would have their one-world government or they would be on the precipice of their one-world government without us being able to do anything. So that's why this, this election is so important. And the, whatever we can do to make the elections as, as, um, have as much integrity as possible. Free, uh, I call is, it free, fair, honest, critical. and transparent. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, let's let's talk about what COVID accomplished, because COVID accomplished, they, they went on overdrive 
during COVID, they took advantage of every single possible way that they could to control us and move us closer and closer to that. Uh, so they had worldwide lockdowns. And this is a worldwide thing, and the entire world, thankfully, is starting to wake up to all of this agenda. Worldwide lockdowns, overwhelming fear in the people that allowed governments and you know media and everything else to take advantage of that fear, and we gave up a whole bunch of our freedoms because of COVID. We wanted our government to protect us. So interruption of supply chain that's still going on and getting worse. Collapse of small businesses. You can't control the little things. You can control the big entities, but you can't control the little entities. Collapse of small businesses. Adoption of biometric surveillance technologies through 5G. Um, social media censorship of misinformation. That you know that's completely against the Constitution. Should never have been allowed. And uh, but but now it's rampant. Now they own. They own the airways. They own the messaging. Control over movement and gathering of the population, as you already talked about. Control over the entire narrative of scientific truth. And you and I talked incessantly about how I, I just have I have no forgiveness for the medical community and the, the physicians that allowed this to happen and played right along with this and didn't question it enough. Widespread rioting through BLM that was unchecked. I believe they fixed the election in 2020. I think there's plenty of evidence for that these days. Mass unemployment, financial collapse, um, and, you know, they, they want to install a new banking system so that it's all a digital cryptocurrency that will be controlled by a single central bank for the whole world. And they will have ultimate control over your bank account through this digital cryptocurrency centrally controlled, not Bitcoin. Wow. Uh, control over health care decisions with vaccines and doctors. Control over our health care decisions. And, you know, you control health care, you control the people. You control their uh, energy sources, you control the people. Uh, massive spending worldwide. And again, to install a new banking system. They want, understand, folks, what these, these this group of elite, what they, and we're going to have another show. Kim and I just talked about it. We're going to have a whole show on who is they. Uh, and I can tell you who they is. Um, uh, they want to have install this new banking system, so they have to have inflation. They have to collapse the current system they have. So uh, COVID had, you know, the governments were giving away money, borrowing money for vaccines, all of money flying everywhere, right. creating massive inflation, in massive indebtedness from every single country to the central banks who are the World Bank, the IMF, the, well, IMF, but the World Bank, Federal Reserve, all of these central banks around the world that are controlled by private individuals so that they can collapse the system. And, and now you've got the Federal Reserve wreaking havoc with interest rates, crashing the real estate markets, everything else. They're doing everything they can to create an economic, massive economic crisis so they can install their new worldwide digital cryptocurrency. Cons and then they consolidated power in large companies and industries who support this global socialism. This is this can easily this system and what we're going to talk about and who is they that talk. You, people are like, oh no, this couldn't happen. You know, you can't get that many people to be complicit. You don't have to have that many people be complicit. How many people does this take to start a war? Think about that. How many people does it take to start a war? Very small number. Mm -hmm. A very small number of very powerful people. So you don't need that many people 
in order to control the masses. This way it's been throughout history. One king controlling the masses. Right? Isn't it interesting? Yeah, isn't it interesting, Jill, that these globalist elites do not value the individual. They think there's too many individuals on the face of the earth. And how antithetical that is to the American idea, where these deep thinkers that were the founders of our country said, what would happen if we recognize the inherent value of each individual, that they're all created equal because they're created in the image of God, and that they have these rights to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. They believe there was room enough on the planet for all of us to do that. And so what a, what a you know, opposite sides of the spectrum these ideas are, uh, Jill. Exactly. And I think, I think it's a big, a big epiphany that people need to experience to realize that the people running our country, many, 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 not just Democrats, both sides of the aisle, don't care about the same things that we care about. We elect them because they tell us what they think we want to want to what hear. I hear. Which yes, is usually the case, right? They tell us what we want to hear. They get into office, and then they become part of this elite structure or they're compromised, or, and we'll talk about that in, the, in that they talk. Um, and they don't, care, they don't care about us at all. You, you have to break your thinking, considering, oh, they're stupid. Don't they, don't they want, they don't want the same things we want, folks. They want something entirely different than what you and I want. The elites in the world, the elites in our country, the establishment politicians, they don't care about you and me and what we want, period. you got to get over that. It's not because they're stupid. It's because they have a totally different agenda, a different set of priorities. And come hell or high water, they are going to do whatever it takes to keep themselves in power so that they can continue their agenda and continue their power, period. Well, it's Some chilling. Some are definitely stupid, but most of them, no, no, no. Most of them, and the really stupid ones, don't have that much power. They're being run by somebody else telling them what to do. Right, 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 right. So, okay, Jill, we're going to go to break uh, and come back for our last segment on the Great Reset. Before we do that, though, I do want to acknowledge the USMC Memorial Foundation raising money for the uh, New Marine Memorial out at Six and Colfax. And one of the ways you can help them, obviously, you can contribute, but also they'll have these different walkways honoring uh, different branches of service and, of course, Marines. And you can buy a brick. Uh, for your loved one for Christmas or Hanukkah and uh, actually honor their military service. And you'll get, uh, at this particular point in time, you'll get a a lovely certificate acknowledging that. And, of course, when they get into the construction phase, they will um, build those walkways. So it's a great gift. You can uh, go to usmcmemorialfoundation.org. For more information, we'll be right back with Dr. Jill Vecchio. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as the priority, and Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all of the benefits that come with a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. Inflation is rocking our boats, especially for individuals on fixed incomes. 
If you are 62 years or older, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lauren Levy, can help you navigate this inflation squeeze with a reverse mortgage. Additionally, if you are considering buying a new home, refinancing your existing home, or consolidating high interest debt, it's not too late to lock in an interest rate before interest rates increase again. Don't wait. Kim Munson recommends you call Lauren Levy today at 303-880-8881 for a no-cost consultation. That's Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. The ability to protect and defend yourself is your right. Having the knowledge and skills to protect yourself the correct and safe way is essential. At Franktown Firearms, they will equip you with both the tools and the skills. The team at Franktown wants you to learn how to build your confidence and improve your skills with the help of their trained experts. They will take the time to make sure you choose the right gun for you and teach you the necessary skills to carry it safely and securely. This holiday season, consider giving your loved one a firearm training course at Franktown Firearms. They offer one-on-one training or group classes depending on your comfort level and skill. You will find they are fully stocked with guns and ammunition at or below MSRP. You can be assured that you are providing a gift that will truly keep on giving and let your loved ones exercise their freedoms and rights safely and confidently. Visit klzradio.com slash franktown today to give the gift of freedom. That's klzradio.com slash franktown. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. Americans Veteran Stories with Kim Munson, Sunday afternoons at 3 here on KLZ 560 AM and KLZ 100.7. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And on the line with me is Dr. Jill Vecchio. Uh, You know her. She's one of the few people in America that actually read the complete Obamacare and Affordable Care Act. Uh, And she has uh, taken that that uh, that research, that kind of dog with a bone kind of research to this uh, subject of the Great Reset. And that's what we're talking about in this particular hour right now. So Dr. Jill Vecchio, last segment, what do you want people to be uh, learning uh, today? Well, I think, I think so many parents woke up during COVID because of what their children were being taught, being kept out of schools. So I think finishing up with a family unit uh, would be a really good way to, to tie this up so that, because all of this fits into the Great Reset as well. All of it. Every bit of what's happening fits into the Great Reset. And how so? So uh, we talked about the depopulation. So when they talk about, uh, you know, we got drag queens in the schools and they're uh, uh, acclimatizing or, well, they're grooming, grooming our kids for... Uh, pedophilia. They're grooming um, our children. They've been brainwashing them to hate our country, to hate the Constitution, to only care about social issues, to not be sure whether they're a boy or a girl, to introduce, uh, you know, men and women's sports, to keep parents out of the schools, to not give parents a voice in how their children are educated. They've been dumbing down our kids 
for decades, you know, with their the common core. Not learning cursive. Has been you know, pin, not exactly, learning yeah. cursive. Pinmanship. I mean, there's something, uh, not only just pinmanship, but what that, you know, how everything works. The brain, you know, uh, writing things right. out. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty significant. They, they, uh, social media, uh, you know, kids are, kids are more involved in their phone. They're, uh, they're unable to have a conversation with a person. They're, they're unable to look you in the eye and have a conversation with a real human being. It's crazy. Uh, when it comes to work ethic, I mean, kids these days, you go to any store. I was in Macy's the other day. They're so short-staffed. They had three people that just didn't show up to work. Kids just don't show up to work. They don't call in. They don't, they don't like, quit officially. They just never show up again. And my, my niece has that where she works. It's, it's, it's ludicrous what, what has been instilled in our kids. There's... There's no real sense of responsibility. They're the most important things on the planet, you know, with self-esteem and all this stuff. And, and yet there's, there's no sense of any obligation to society at large, you know, the, the average person. They, they can't interact with one another on a, a decent personal level um, that doesn't involve emojis. It's, it, it, they've been, their, their attention span has been so messed with, with ads that are just like three images per millisecond, that they're, they're just, their minds are completely confused. They're, they've been given so much um, contrary information. Think this today. No, think that tomorrow. No, think this. No, think this. This doesn't cause cancer. This causes cancer. This is in style. This is not in style. Listen to this music. Listen to this person. Watch this person. You know, this is the hip thing to do. These kids are just running around in circles, and they have, it's as if they, they're not allowed to have their own opinion or their own thoughts. There's no such thing as real critical thinking. Can they solve a problem? Can they even do math? If, if they're at a cash register, can they even make change without the register telling them how much change to give somebody? It, it's the dumbing down of society is all part of the Great Reset to enslave the masses to enslave whoever's left of us, right? Whoever's left of us. And the gender stuff, the transgender, the LGBTQ, again, like I said earlier, it's just a depopulation mechanism uh, where, you're, where you're pushing people to think one way or another. Somebody, some kid who didn't have any problem, yeah, I'm a tomboy. Oh, that means you are a boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm a tomboy. I like boys, but I like doing boys' stuff, too. You know, shoot, I was a, I was a tomboy. Under, under their current circumstances, I'd have had transgender surgery when I was eight years old. Same here. Same here. And so, so this mutilation of children and uh, young adults, uh, 10 years ago, we would have said, wait a minute. And now it's done under gender-affirming care. Oh, my gosh, they're so great with words. And that's why we engage in this show on this battle of the narrative, because we have to reclaim the narrative. And there's nothing gender-affirming about taking impressionable young people and either using drugs or surgery or both to mutilate them. There's nothing affirming about that whatsoever, Dr. Jill. No, but, you know, you can look back over many decades how they've incrementally destroyed the family unit. 
uh, you know, uh, black families in the 60s had both parents. There were both parents in the home. Then they had Johnson's uh, War on Poverty, where they had age-dependent children, and women only got money if the man, if the father wasn't in the house. Right. So then the father is no longer the, the, the it, it completely destroyed the family unit in the black in the black community. Then you had no fault divorce, although you know that's that's a toss up because who wants to be in a horrible marriage? But no fault divorce meant there was divorce was easy and widespread. People got married for the wrong reasons or something, whatever. But you know, and, and divorce, you know, it's marriage is difficult, and so I'm not an anti-divorce person. But they, you know, it's. It, but, it but, but yet, further, it, further break down the family unit, and then they mess with the economy so that both parents had to work. In the feminist movement, women were chastised for being right. in the home taking care of their kids. They had to go out and work, or they weren't really a woman. All of these influences that have broken up the family unit bit by bit. And yes, it's been by design, and all of these different factors. Uh, and, and you just kind of alluded to this, but making the cost of living so expensive that both parents feel that they have to work, thereby taking them, uh, the mother out of the, the home. And, and being a mom is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And it is important for stay-at-home moms to have an infrastructure of support as well. Uh, and, um, I mean, I can speak from experience. Um, but this assault on the family unit, and you mentioned Lyndon B. Johnson, basically the Great Society said, hey, women, we will take care of you and your children as long as there's not a man in the family. And then with the advent of the pill, also, um, you know, there was the the whole, you know, free sex thing. And, and in a way, it kind of, men could have sex and not worry about a woman getting pregnant. And that further, I think, assaulted the relationships. I don't think that's been good for men, women relationships. I mean, it's all pretty complicated. I, I have myself going down a rabbit hole now. Uh, uh, Jill, bring well, me, it, it bring me back. It's, <laughs> well, it's, it's a deterioration of society's morals, and it's not the U.S. government's decision. not their place to in, involve themselves in the individual morals of people. And, and the abortion, you know, Roe v. Wade, the, the whole abortion push, and now it's unlimited abortion. Well, is it you know, depopulation, and you know there could possibly be other other reasons for it as well. But you know, it's to the, to that point, the Clintons the Clintons said uh, Bill Clinton said that uh, uh, abortion should be rare and legal. I mean, that's the incremental component. So they said that, and people are like, okay. And now we're in Colorado, where a baby can be aborted in the birth canal. That's not very uh, rare <laughs> and legal. Yeah, that's murder. It's murder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're legalizing murder. So they're absolutely, they're, and, and there are books, um, Anthem, Anthem by um, Ayn Rand. I, I would say somebody, you read, even read the small books by Ayn Rand, we, we the Living and Anthem are really telling books that would be very uh, prescient to, to re, read right now. Um, and, and Anthem would tie it into the whole uh, uh, open space, you know, People are only allowed to live in certain places. That and, and Ayn Rand, you know, the, the Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged are such huge, wordy tomes. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> but, but feel free, read, read uh, We the Living and Anthem, and that will show you what what it's like to live in a communist country in communist Russia, where she actually lived, and um, and then what uh, what that transition was like, and then 
an anthem, the futuristic kind of 1984 kind of living uh, and, and how they want us to live because it is the template. Ayn Rand knew this template. It's, it's, we, there's, there are so many really good books out there to tell you from people who have lived through this kind of thing what we can expect and how horrible it really is, and how what their agenda was. Fountainhead tells you what their agenda is. Atlas Shrugged tells you what their execution methods were, the, how they ex- execution being how they execute their plan. Um, well, we're, we're, we're there right now, uh, Dr. Jill Vecchio. Yeah. So what we're going to do is, uh, in the second hour, which we'll be uh, broadcasting here in just a little bit, you and I are going to pre-record something about who, who are they. And uh, so we've unpacked this here regarding the re- uh, Great Reset, and we invite people to stay tuned for hour number two as we, uh, uh, we're going to bite that off. So, Dr. Jill Vecchio, thank you so much. Thanks, folks. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. going to get good. <laughs> it's better. And our quote for the end of the show is George Orwell. He said, the further a society drifts from truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. So, my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America. Stay tuned for our number two. It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. That seems to me like government is establishing a religion. The latest in politics and world affairs. If you give people rights, women's rights, gay rights, whatever, there can't be equal rights if there's special rights. Today's current opinions and ideas. Surveys show that that people still really prefer freedom versus force. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, and welcome to hour number two of the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there, and you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. Something's a good idea. You shouldn't have to force people to do it. And uh, we've pre-recorded these shows for Thanksgiving week. And our num- n- number one was uh, Jill Vecchio. And so it's Jill Vecchio Day. With our number two, we're going to talk about who are they? We talked about the Great Reset in our number one. But who are these people exactly? So, Dr. Jill Vecchio, welcome to the show. I get a whole hour. Yay. Yay. Two whole hours. (laughs) Two whole hours. Yes. And uh, we always learn a lot. And, uh, of course, wishing your your whole family a a very blessed Thanksgiving as well. And uh, we've done a lot of work to get these shows all pre-recorded so the team can then take some time off for the the uh, Thanksgiving uh, holiday. And so thanks for making all this work. So we talked about the Great Reset in hour number one. But the next question is, is who are they? Who's the people that's doing this? So what have you found out, Dr. Jill? Well, and the reason I wanted to look this up, and I, and I, I tell you, there are a lot of, uh, there's a lot of secrecy there. But from what you can figure out, it's very telling. And what is out there for us to see, and like, like we said before, a lot of times everything's out in the open. You just have to search for it, and you can find it, and it's there. And a lot of times it's on their own websites, like World Economic Forum, United Nations. Uh, and, and 
nobody wants to think that there could ever possibly be a real conspiracy, right? Or, oh, it's all conspiracy theory. Who could ever do all this? How could such a small group of people do this? My immediate response is, how many people does it take to start a war? It takes a handful of people in a, in, a, in a couple of rooms, and you have a war that affects the entire world. So why do you have such a hard time believing that a small number of people can affect real change throughout the world when, when that's the way it's been throughout mankind, throughout humankind? It's always been monarchs, kings, queens, leaders of countries that decide to make war, and all the rest of us have to live with that decision, but it's almost always made by a relatively small group of people. The question is, what's their motivation? So the Great Reset, the idea that people have such a hard time understanding that the Great Reset can be implemented by a relatively small percentage of the people in the world, it's kind of silly to me. It, all you have to have is money and power. And from that, you can buy protection. Um, uh, and a lot of these people, let's face it, throughout history, uh, a lot of the leaders of different countries, starting with monarchies years ago, kings and queens, they'd have babies, they'd marry off their sons and daughters to people from other countries. So a lot of this can be traced through just family trees, that people are honestly related to each other throughout Europe. And it's, it's not a small thing to have that relationship of being related. So um, that's just a, a couple of a little bit of a, a background. I can start by, by talking about some of the groups, because it's really it's, it's the same players. But they, they meet in different groups with different names. But it's really this, so much the same group of players. And once in a while, they'll bring in a couple of extra people. And let's face it, you know, uh, Nixon and uh, Reagan um, have attended some of these bizarre groups, and they admitted it out loud, and they talked about it. Uh, so these, these elite organizations, whatever their name, tends to consist of the same people, and then they'll invite whoever they seem to think, oh, maybe we can bring that person in, maybe we can make use of this person, maybe this guy looks promising, let's bring him in, kind of like a recruitment, right? And the World Economic Forum has done the same thing. So how would you, how would you like me to proceed? Do you want me to just kind of give some general, yeah. general uh, uh, names of some of these groups? Yeah, that would be a great place okay. to start. Okay, and we've talked about World Economic Forum, um, and, and I've got a list of the World Economic Forum young leaders, some of the ones that stood out to me when I'm looking at it. Uh, the World Econ- and, and I'll kind of go back to the membership of some of these things. And so the World, World Economic, Economic Forum, Forum, let's just explain, they're the ones that uh, Klaus Schwab has said that by 2030 we'll, we'll own nothing and we'll be happy about it. So they're all about globalist elites. Uh, they're also right. uh, no sanctity for the individual. They see themselves as the elites and the rest of us as minions. Uh, and so, do I? Would you say I have that correct on that, uh, Jill? Yes, and, and the world. Yes, and the World Economic Forum. So you and I have talked so much about the Great Reset. So the World Economic Forum are the uh, Klaus Schwab who started the World Economic Forum in 1971. He's not alone. He didn't just come out of the blue and say, "Oh, I'm going to start this thing and everybody's going to join me." No, you know, come on, it was all organized. So. But he wrote the book, The Great Reset, 
and the World Economic Forum, prior to the release of the COVID virus, did a practice session in October 2019 called Event 201. There was a, a practice session for release of a COVID, for, for not release, for a COVID pandemic. So come on. I mean, the, you, you can't call that coincidence. You mm-hmm. just can't. Mm-hmm. So the, the World Economic Forum has been absolutely instrumental. Over the years, I think they started in 1982, maybe something like that. They started their young world leaders, and it went through a couple of different names, but essentially young world leaders. And what year was that they started it? Training program. What year, what year did they start that? Something like 1982. Okay. It was like their emerging yeah. leaders, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Young emerging leaders, young world leaders. So here's a brief list. A brief list. They have, they have brought in people from all over the world, all over the world, to come in, train them on one world government, economics, blah, 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 and then... Those young world leader graduates uh, then disperse out to their countries and around the world in amazingly powerful roles. And it includes economics, media, government, uh, ambassadors to different countries, uh, you know, secretaries of war. I mean, it's incredible. Every, I mean, like a hundred countries that they're involved with, with this program. So this is, uh, I'll just name a few that people will probably recognize. So we've got Angela Merkel from uh, Germany, Tony Blair from the U.K., Dana Perino on Fox News. Wow. Gabby Giffords, remember, I think she got shot, right? Right, Had a head head injury. Mm -hmm. Gavin Newsom in California. Uh, George Stephanopoulos. Huma Abedin, who was uh, Hillary Clinton's Mm -hmm. primary advisor. Jared Polis, our own governor. Uh, this is one uh, an unusual one, uh, uh, Jeffrey Zeitz, Zeitz uh, wh- who I didn't recognize the name, but he was a White House COVID response coordinator, and he's on the board of directors of Facebook. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Joseph Kennedy, Nikki Haley. Wow. So this is both sides of the aisle, folks. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg, Tulsi Gabbard, Justin Trudeau, Jeff Bezos, wow. Mark Zuckerberg. Guys from uh, people from Google, PayPal, Microsoft, Yahoo, CNN, Fox Corporation, New York Times, BBC, AstraZeneca, Johnson and Johnson, and other pharmaceutical companies. The list is monstrous and it's frightening. So, I mean, can you name any part of our entire society that isn't affected by this program that's been going on for forty years? Explains a lot, doesn't it? So, okay, so, yeah, this is part of who they is. Folks, you got to wake up. There is a they out there, and don't just go, oh, who's they? Well, you know, do your own research, wake up. There is a big they out there, and it's a lot. It, it, does, it involves a, a small percentage of the population. But you put these people, a small number of people, in incredibly powerful positions, you give them money, you give them access. And they can accomplish a whole lot of things. Um, and, and I encourage anybody to, to look for uh, World Economic Forum Young Leaders List. And you'll find several different, several different outlets that have lists of them, and they give their, where they got these lists. So a bunch of it, I and mean, you can look at World Economic Forum's own website. You can look at Wikipedia. You can look at, um, let's see, uh, 
there are, there are just a whole laundry list of different uh, websites that will have lists of these people. So World Economic Forum, United Nations, World Economic Forum, they work together. United Nations has been working for one world government forever, um, probably since their founding. Then we have uh, central bankers. So we have uh, the, the um, central bankers that are involved in our Federal Reserve, which is not federal, it's not a reserve. We've done talks about that. These are private bankers, incredibly powerful private bankers that are running the world's economic system. And that's been going on for hundreds of years, hundreds of years. In the United States, uh, our, our newest Federal Reserve, our newest version was started in 1913. In the 1944, uh, during World War II, they started the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund. It's all the same players, all the same players that are making money by printing money out of nothing, loaning it to governments and countries, and then making into getting interest on money that they created out of nothing. All right? So that's, that's the bottom line of how the central banks work throughout the world. We got... Um, Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Committee, uh, the Bilderberg Group, Bohemian Grove is the interesting one where I think Nixon said that was the craziest thing. He was invited one year. It's, it's this, uh, it's, and it's been infiltrated a couple of times by like Alex Jones, and he did video of it, which is really fascinating. But they had this 40-foot wooden owl in, in a, a woods in Northern California, and Tom and I actually drove past the entrance to it. Uh, but uh, in um, this little town in California near the coast of Northern California, and um, they, you know, they do these weird rituals, and they have the cremation of care where they sacrifice some effigy of a body in front of this big owl, and, and it's the weirdest thing. And Nick, Nixon said Nixon he went to that? There. Oh, my. Yes. Interesting. Nick, Richard Nixon <clears throat> had gone... And there's, you can even find a recording of it on YouTube or something where Nixon went and he came back and said, that was the weirdest thing, men running around naked. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I don't ever want to go back. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bill, Clinton was, Bill Clinton answered uh, a question by some heckler at a talk about Bohemian Grove, because Clinton supposedly has been there. And he said, oh, is that where all the Republican men go around and run around naked? <laughs> oh, my so gosh. So they don't know about it. Um, this is, it's not a secret. So, well, let's go to break. Hey, Jill, uh, I'm talking with Dr. Jill Vecchio, and we're doing a show on who are they. And so let's go to break, and we will be right back. The Metro home ownership real estate market is very tight right now. That's why Kim Munson recommends you have seasoned Remax realtor Karen Levine on your side of the table. Karen Levine will help you navigate through the many details of your home buying experience so that you can successfully pursue your American dream. Because Karen Levine cares about property rights for each individual, she volunteers hundreds of hours to represent home ownership opportunities at the local, county, state, and national level. If you are considering buying or selling your home, call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. There is a difference between speaking and communicating. Check out Liberty Toastmasters to become a better communicator. Find more details at KimMunson.com. Toastmasters, where leaders are made. 
Okay, welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Uh, be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And we have pre-recorded these shows for Thanksgiving week. And our number one, we talked with Dr. Jill Vecchio. Uh, she's a great researcher uh, about the Great Reset. And she said, how about, let's, let, I mentioned as well, let's do another hour and she said, on who are they? Because we hear, you know, these different things. They say, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. But then we find out that there is a they, they out there. And uh, so let's continue on. You mentioned this Bohemian Grove, which I've heard of it. I'm almost afraid to do a web search on it to see what might come up on that, uh, Jill Vecchio. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of stuff is going to come up on it. All kinds of stuff. And, and it's it's weird, it's fascinating, but the, the one thing that people need to understand is no matter what name is on some of these groups, like there's Club of Rome, that's a 13 members or something, it's Club of Rome. I think that was started by the Rockefeller or even started by Nelson Ro- or one of the Rockefellers. Uh, not Nelson, but maybe. Anyway, um, but it's the same group. It's always the same people, the elite, powerful, and wealthy and to be honest, they don't want us to know who a lot of them are. These are people that are kind of behind the scenes that are incredibly wealthy and powerful, and you don't even know who they are. Have you, fig- the have you, fig- have you figured out who they are? I have been trying to figure, because people are saying, oh, well, there's a very group, this tiny little group of, you know, blah, 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 at the very top, and 13 families, and it's kind of like, well, who are they? Who are they? So I haven't been able to figure that out. You can't even figure out who runs the Federal Reserve or the World Bank. Good luck with that. And if somebody can find out who those private bankers are, who all of them are, because we always hear about the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the J.P. Morgans, you know, the, the Morgans and the Warburgs. So you always hear about those those people. And the, Rock, and, and the Rothschilds really ran at one point the central banks in five different countries in Europe. So they, they're in and of themselves, they ran the European banking system for many years, if not a couple hundred years. But it's like, who does it now? So I've tried to figure that out, but I, I have not been able to. So if somebody has that information, I'd love to hear it, if it's real. I mean, I, I need to have it you know, well documented. But I have not been able to verify that. But we do know that they're private bankers. And the fact is, most of them want to stay secret. They don't want us to know who they are because then we might try to hold them accountable, right? Um, so it's purposely held uh, in highest secrecy for a lot of this stuff. Um, Skull and Bones is an interesting one from Yale, and I think some of the people may, some of your listeners may have heard of Skull and Bones. It's a, it's a secret society in Yale, very well documented. Um, and there was a, there's a movie with Matt Damon in it called The Good Shepherd about the, the beginnings of the CIA with the OSS during World War II and all this, but included a Skull and Bones. Uh, you know, Matt, Matt Damon's character was from Skull and Bones, and that was Yale. So Skull and Bones is interesting in and of itself. There are uh, several, like John Kerry, uh, George H.W. Bush, George Bush, Prescott Bush, uh, G- uh, George H.W.'s father uh, was an early member of Skull and Bones. It was started in the 1800s. So I'm just going to, just to give you an idea of the connections, that, and, and how, how important it is to be involved in some of these secret societies or some of these groups, 
just for skull and bones. Let's look at George H.W. Bush. He was a Congress. He was in skull and bones at Yale, as was his son later, the next president. George H.W. Bush was a, became a congressman. Nixon appointed him to ambassador to the United Nations in 1971. He became the chairman of the RNC. Uh, Gerald Ford appointed him to be chief of liaison office to China. Uh, then he became the director of the CIA. He helped, he negotiated NAFTA. Clinton signed it, but Bush initiated and negotiated NAFTA. Really? Um, yes. I did not know that. That's fascinating to me. But, you know, Clinton signed it into, uh, in, in right away. NAFTA is, is integral in the Great Reset and the New World Order. And we know that H.W. Bush and Hillary Clinton both used that term New World Order, literally with like within a month of each other, after the United Nations in like 1992 or something. So after the UN Agenda 21 Earth Summit meeting, the first Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro in 1992, so the Bushes and the Clintons have been buddies for quite some time. We just didn't know it. Wow. Um, so uh, George H. W. Bush's father. Prescott Bush, uh, who was a member of Skull and Bones at Yale, founded, along with others, uh, a bank that eventually became known as Brown Brothers Harriman and Company, which is a private bank that funded Adolf Hitler during, prior to and during World War II through a guy named Fritz Tyson or Thiessen. And I had, I had seen that several different places. And I, so I just wanted to see it. So I've seen it in three different good sources, totally different good sources. Um, Eleven of the 16 founders of this Brown Brothers Harriman and Company private bank were members of Skull and Bones at Yale. Wow. Um, in 1982, Skull and Bones stopped publishing their member list. So what does that tell you? Before they, before they published their member list and after 1982, it's gone. You know, you can't see who's in it. So that always kind of makes you wonder, right? Um, let's see here. Other Skull and Bones. Uh, John Kerry. Uh, and you just go through their list of prior to 1982, who the Skull and Bones members were, and a brief list of what they accomplished or what they, what they ended up doing. Uh, the founder of FedEx, uh, founder of Council on Foreign Relations, or, or uh, Council on Foreign Relations chairperson, um, they have numerous bankers, ambassadors, journalists, William F. Buckley, uh, politicians, justices, I mean, all over the place. So you have, to, you have to start opening your mind to the idea that these guys all work together. They may seem to be on opposite sides of the aisle, but once you're a Skull and Bones member, it's a brotherhood. It is a brotherhood for life. Uh, and you never violate the trust of your brotherhood. That, I mean, it, absolutely. It, it is, it's not like a sorority or fraternity. It's much more intense than that. And because of that brotherhood, they promote each other. They protect each other and everybody else that's ever been a graduate of Skull and Bones who's accomplished something always brings Skull and Bone members in with them. Does that make sense? Okay. It is completely ins 
like I'm gonna incestuous in that in that it's it's one family and they only they promote each other. They it, you have to understand that some of these people are are purposely installed in certain positions in certain places. Mm-hmm. That's the notion. So that's a, I mean, and, and it's not just skull and bones, but all of these organizations. You can call them secret societies, whatever. I'm not going to use the term Illuminati or any of that because I still don't understand that completely. But there is such an incestuous relationship between all of these groups. It's the same players over and over again, regardless of the name of the group. So, but it sounds to me like these people might more be the players. Um we don't know who might be the, you know, the the uh, the chess, you know, the the chess master on this, right? Right, right. We don't know. We don't know. And and certainly, you know, George Soros, you know, he wasn't in Skull and Bones, but he's certainly in all these other groups. Um, and and he plays a role that I think he plays a role of like divvying out money. Um, that's that's what I think he does. Right. And and you have to. So, so I, I've kind of come up with a bit of an organization of how they would, how they, quote unquote, how they would run, would be able to control, how this small number of people would be able to control so much throughout our world, because I believe they have absolutely achieved that. Um, so first you have an organization of control that would include politicians, corporate elites, corporate, like, multinational corporations, which a lot of these people that are in these societies are corporate elites. You control Wall Street because they're part of these organizations as well. Um, Obviously, politicians, uh, dictators of foreign countries like Africa. And those, those folks are pretty easy to control because if you control their money supply through the central banks, then you control them. All they want to do is get rich. They don't care about their people. Um, you control the judiciary, and and you control the media, social media, news, Hollywood. Then you then you have to have a group of protectors that are complicit in what you want. And these protectors, like with the skull and bones, uh, the OSS during the um, that was established during World War II became the CIA. Well, you've got these these same folks that are involved in the CIA. George Bush, George H.W. Bush was director of the CIA for a while. They protect each other. They'll protect each other through CIA, FBI, the media. When we know messaging in the media is controlled. I mean, it's, it's bizarre to think that everybody's saying exactly the same phrase every night. Right. And that it's not controlled. Come on. Yeah. You've got to be pretty dense. Um, and there's, there's definitely... A, there's definitely, well, a CIA Operation Mockingbird is documented. Um, it's definitely documented that it exists, and the CIA has been involved in our news media and Hollywood since World War II, since shortly after World War II during the Cold War. Um, and again, you've got protectors like the judiciary. You've got, and, and politicians, and, and politicians and judiciary, like uh, police, police officers, they can be compromised. So you just have to, and, and somebody who has this much power, this much money, this much influence, 
can easily compromise anyone below them, either through mm-hmm. threats or uh, uh, um, bribery, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So it's not hard to imagine how this small group could exert this much influence, in my opinion. Okay, well, let's go to break. I'm talking with Dr. Jill Vecchio. We're talking about who are they. Uh, first hour of the show, we talked with Jill about the Great Reset, and we're pre-recording this for um, Thanksgiving week. And the question is, who are they? And uh, so we'll continue on the conversation with Dr. Jill Vecchio when we return. Three Points Financial is a fiduciary financial planning company focused on helping individuals and families. Mary Alpers and Steve Cruz at Three Points Financial specialize in investment strategies, tax planning and preparation, and retirement planning with no product sales or commissions. Tax laws have changed and will continue to change. Inflation is real. Three Points Financial helps you maneuver through these changes to achieve your financial success. For clarity and a solid, relevant financial and investment plan while working with a company that puts your interests at the forefront, schedule a no-obligation initial consultation at threepointsfinancial.com. That's threepointsfinancial.com. What you feed your skin matters. Botanical Rush is clean, professional skincare that only uses pure ingredients to restore and protect the skin. Your skin absorbs the products you put on it, so when you're using something every day, you better know what the ingredients are. Botanical Rush professional formulas are not just pure and potent, they are affordable. With regular use, these beautiful botanical formulas support collagen production, skin's precious moisture barrier, and reduce hyperpigmentation. Myra Mesco, the founder of Botanical Rush, holds every ingredient accountable to meet or exceed her high standards. Botanical Rush is non-toxic skincare, free of chemicals, estrogen mimickers, or artificial fragrances that hinder the skin's radiance. Discuss your skincare needs with Myra and set up a consultation at klzradio.com beauty or email info at botanicalrush.com and use the exclusive Kim Monson discount code KIM15 for your first order for a 15% discount at checkout. That's botanicalrush.com code KIM15. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And uh, today is a Jill Vecchio day. The first hour, we pre-recorded a show with Jill regarding the Great Reset but we wanted to talk about who the players are. And so the second show is, who are they? And uh, she's gone through a kind of a long list of the World Economic Forum and connected some dots. So what's next? Where do you want to go next, Dr. Jill Vecchio? Well, we kind of left off with, uh, you have to have any organization that wants to exert influence all over the world, or certainly, you know, even just in the United States. You have to have somebody that's going to protect you, somebody that's going to keep you from being um, arrested, right, or or charged with treason or impeached. So um, among the, you know, the protectors we kind of talked about, CIA, FBI, judiciary, media, um, other politicians. And then, you know, let's look at the Paul Pelosi thing. <laughs> it's such a bizarre story. Okay. okay. The whole Paul Pelosi being attacked in his home, just as a, as a recent example that's fresh in our minds. Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband, supposedly attacked, hit in the head with a hammer. That seems to be real. 
um, in his home by some guy who we really don't know who he is. The local police um, answered, you know, answered the call. They were let into the home. Supposedly this thing happened. We don't know what the truth is because the story changes, like, every day. But it's weird that the FBI immediately came in and took over the investigation, supposedly. Uh, they're not releasing a mugshot of this guy. Really? I mean, uh, uh, Nick Nolte gets caught for drunk driving, and you see that hideous, hideous mugshot of him for days. We can't get a mugshot of this guy? Okay. That's weird. Uh, we don't know exactly who he is, where he came from, what the situation, what his relationship is. Is he an illegal immigrant? Is he not? Was he living in a hippie commune? Was he not? Was he invited there? Was he not? We don't know. Um, and a lot of this is showing you that there is a protective element. There's an element that's protecting people in power. And that's on both sides of the aisle. Uh, you know, you kind of wonder why is Mitch McConnell allowed to have the position he has when his wife, when his wife's husband is a Chinese national working directly with the CCP. When his wife, not Party. his wife's husband, his wife's family, or you said wife's husband. His, his wife's father. I'm sorry, his wife's father. Okay, got it. Uh, it, it. It runs shipping or something in China and is high up in the, you know, tight with the CCP. So why, why do we have a, a senator, and why, is his, why was his wife ever made Secretary of Transportation, Secretary of Labor? How can that be? That, to me, that's, that's crazy. Um, so, and so anyway, I mean, it's, there's just weird relationships throughout that you can name over and over again. And one of the things I didn't, when I talked about corporate elites, so we can talk about health care, corporate elites in health care, um, pharmaceuticals, big tech. I mean, when you've got Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg that seem to have been World Economic Forum young world leaders, and then you find out that they're working, that the FBI, that they're complicit with the FBI in covering up election fraud on social media, um, the uh, Hunter Biden laptop on social media that, that's just been brought out in Senate testimony. Uh and it'll be interesting to see. I haven't I haven't read the thousand page document that Jim Jordan just released on uh, the corruption of the FBI. That's going to be a really good document. Uh, and I think he just released that two days ago. Is that right? I think it was seventh. Mm, I'm uh, not sure. I haven't. I'm not yeah. Sure. So so he released a thousand over a thousand page document based on their um, investigation into the FBI. And um, what what kind of control the FBI has been having in the United States that may be quite nefarious. So I'm anxious to see that report. But when you think about all of these people have been a, a bunch of these folks have such similar backgrounds, similar agendas, but supposedly are on different sides of the aisle, or I'm neutral, or we're you know running all these different entities. Now you can start to see how you could build a bit of a pyramid and the powerful elite, the cool kids, right, the, the guys that sit at the cool table are able to have an immense amount of influence that can trickle down to affect us, and we're the useless eaters, right? So the, the, there's, a, there's also another level that I like to call useful idiots. 
so you have uh, you have the organization, you have corruption and control protectors that are complicit in in protecting these people and their nefarious uh, uh, activities, and then you have the useful idiots, and the, the media um, stands out among those. Uh, the, the the lower level people, the anchors in the media. Um, AOC, I kind of wonder if she's a useful idiot. Greta Thunberg, that's a great example. Uh, they want to promote they want to promote sustainability, and the the earth is being threatened, and they find this 13 year old Scandinavian girl who's just outspoken and everything else. It's kind of like, okay, Greta Thunberg is a useful idiot. She doesn't know enough about geopolitics or or even the subject she's discussing, but she certainly served their purpose in raising awareness and getting people all wound up about Save the Planet stuff so they can so they can enact a great reset. Um, and it's just other activists like Antifa, BLM, and the, the things we've talked about, NGOs, public-private partnerships, those are all just uh, tools that they use to further their agenda, to enact their policies. Well, and the ultimate goal then is power and control, correct? A hundred percent, right. And I think I think the bottom line is they are elites, and they don't care about us. They don't care about us, and and people need to realize that. It's Hunger Games, you know, like we said so many times. Just watch Hunger Games again, and it's that whole hierarchy of the beautiful people live in the capital, and all of the useless eaters like the rest of us will live in our little districts and do our little jobs or else we'll be punished. This is so antithetical to the American idea, Dr. Jill. 100%. And the idea that more people aren't waking up to it. And, and I think they are waking up to it. I... I I don't know what the eventual reality will be from our recent election. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to think about it yet. But um, yeah, I mean, these folks, when you reach that level of power on a worldwide scale, that there's this, there's this group of anointed people all sitting at the cool table on a world level, it's hard to imagine how we can defeat them until, and we can't do anything to defeat them until we are aware that this is happening. I believe it's happening. I would like your listeners to at least consider that it may be happening. But every time somebody says, who are they? Now you have something to discuss. You don't. You, you know, this is exactly who they are, but but you know what? Raise the question. Just what if? Because throughout human history, there has always been an elite few at the top that make this, that have been making decisions that affect everybody else below them. It's always been that way throughout humanity. So I have a hard time understanding why people can't believe that that's still happening, unless they just don't pay attention to history. I, I think that there's, uh, I think there's a lot of people that they they're like I wouldn't hurt anybody, 
you know, this is not something that I would do. So it's not even conceivable to them that there could be those out there that, you know, that are so focused on power and control like that. Right. But if you know anything about history, you understand that there have always been people like, like this. Always. That there's, there's no such thing. I mean, you're, you're going to be hard-pressed to find any politician that doesn't have a huge ego. Right? Right. Which, which is it's hard to understand why I haven't been run for political office, right? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, honestly, you have to have a huge ego in order to want to pursue this and in order to even think about going through the, the garbage you have to go through to run for office, to get elected, to stay there, blah, blah, blah. So by definition, there's a, there's a certain personality that goes into um, being powerful and wealthy. And the the idea that then, you know, these these groups will handpick whoever they want. They're the kids at the cool table in high school. They're the kids at the cool table, and they pick who's going to be in their group. And it's like Mean Girls, right? I mean, just, just a huge version of Mean Girls that's far more nefarious and, and powerful and malignant. Uh, but there's all we've always had in your high school you had a tiny group that clicks or whatever. You had a tiny group of people that were more powerful than uh, other people because, you know, they were considered the cool kids. This is this hierarchy exists throughout human civilization. It's it's embedded in human nature that you always have a few small leaders, right? Too many chiefs, not enough Indians, you can't have that. So now, you know, we just have, you have one or two chiefs, and you have one chief and a whole bunch of Indians. And then over here, you got another chief and a whole bunch of Indians. Well, what if all those chiefs are all working together? And, you know, it, 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 it kind of boggles my mind that people have such a hard time understanding that this could be possible. As, and we are seeing um, a lot of this then play out in front of us. Uh, and uh, the, really, the, the person that's really on the chopping block here is the everyday hardworking middle class American uh, because uh, you can't have a big broad middle class and have elites it has to be the elites and the minions and this big broad middle class in America has been getting in their way so let's go to break and when we come back we will continue the conversation with Dr. Jill Vecchio. Inflation is rocking our boats especially for individuals on fixed incomes. If you are 62 years or older, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lauren Levy, can help you navigate this inflation squeeze with a reverse mortgage. Additionally, if you are considering buying a new home, refinancing your existing home, or consolidating high interest debt, it's not too late to lock in an interest rate before interest rates increase again. Don't wait. Kim Munson recommends you call Lauren Levy today at 303-880-8881 for a no-cost consultation. That's Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as the priority, and Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all of the benefits that come with a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. The ability to protect and defend yourself is your right. 
Having the knowledge and skills to protect yourself the correct and safe way is essential. At Franktown Firearms, they will equip you with both the tools and the skills. The team at Franktown wants you to learn how to build your confidence and improve your skills with the help of their trained experts. They will take the time to make sure you choose the right gun for you and teach you the necessary skills to carry it safely and securely. This holiday season, consider giving your loved one a firearm training course at Franktown Firearms. They offer one-on-one training or group classes depending on your comfort level and skill. You will find they are fully stocked with guns and ammunition at or below MSRP. You can be assured that you are providing a gift that will truly keep on giving and let your loved ones exercise their freedoms and rights safely and confidently. Visit klzradio.com slash franktown today to give the gift of freedom. That's klzradio.com slash franktown. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. We're talking with Dr. Jill Vecchio. We pre-recorded this show. And it is a Jill Vecchio day. The first hour, we talked about the Great Reset. The second hour, who are they? Uh, so what what are they doing? What What's the ultimate goal? I said before we went to break that the thing that stands in the way of all this is the American middle class, the American idea. And that seems to be who they are continually um, chipping away at our prosperity, at our, our, our opportunity to own property. That seems to be the enemy for all the who are they. Would you say that's correct? Yes, and the Great Reset, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and the Great Reset all outline that, that private property is not sustainable under their goal of, you know, under the auspice of saving the planet. But they've decided that farming, uh, private property, uh, the justice system, um, so many things are not, the family unit, suburbs are not sustainable. So they have to get rid of those things. And in order to get rid of them, they have to get rid of the, of the middle class because the middle class is the biggest threat because we can support ourselves. We can own things. Whereas the lower classes are already uh, and, and are more likely to be willing to be controlled by government and, and live off of government and rent and wait to be handed things so you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, that's, that's the lower classes are more likely to, um, not that they would choose it if they had any other choice, but they're more likely to perhaps succumb to, to that uh, level of bribery, um, give up their rights so that the government will take care of them, whereas the middle class and upper middle class uh, are far less likely. We're the, we're the ones that want to work and, and earn our own way. We don't want to be dependent on government, and we, at this point, have the means to own things. So they have to destroy the middle class. They have to destroy small businesses because they can't control small businesses. It's a lot more, it's a lot more trouble. The, the, the bottom line is, they're, according to them and what they say, there are way too many people on this earth. They want to take it from $7.6 billion down to no more than 1 billion, preferably 500 million people, 
which means a lot of us need to disappear. We need to go away, and that way, that way we won't be in the way of the elites. It's just like, get away, kid, you bother me, right? Get rid of the riffraff. I don't want this riffraff in my neighborhood. Well, they want to have their one-world order centered in Europe, and they only want enough of the rest of us alive so that we can supply what they need and want. That's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that, Jill. I mean, I know, I know. It's hard to believe it. You wouldn't want to think that anybody was that evil. But again, look throughout history. Throughout history, they're megalomaniacs, egomaniacs, a small group of people that control that did control everybody's lives, kings and queens, and then their aristocratic buddies, all controlled how the little person lived there until gosh until oh what was it i'm trying to think of when it would be uh oh well until people could read and write there were very few middle class people you had a few merchants and that was the closest thing to middle class but otherwise it was elites and serfs so until people until private property rights started to come into play and there started to be uh, societies that would maintain a merchant class, like the people that would have grocery stores and, and farriers and, and blacksmiths and stuff like that. Until you could have that strata in the society, it was, it was all very simple. There were the haves and the have-nots, and the haves ruled over the have-nots, told them what they could and couldn't have, how high they could and couldn't go. And we're responsible for, quote, taking care of them, uh, which they may or may not have done. And the have-nots also had to raise armies, you know, supply armies for whenever a monarch or whatever, uh, they decided they wanted to go to war with somebody and take over somebody else's stuff. And that's been the history of humankind forever. And we're just living it in a, in a much more sophisticated occult, as in hard to recognize or hard to sort out, in a, in a more sophisticated occult fashion, but the end game is the same. It's essentially they want to go back in history to where they didn't have to mess with most of us. Isn't that they didn't remarkable? Have to answer to us. Yeah. Well, and how do we turn this so, around? Like because... Get away, kid. Yeah, because we're seeing um, with these recent elections, of course, we're... we're uh, recording this the day after uh, the 2022 election. So there's still still some questions out there. But uh, it's it's unbelievable to me that we have that we have in our government people that uh, it's not incompetence. The decisions that they're making are destroying the middle class through inflation and high taxation. And it's unbelievable to me that we didn't uh, kick all of those out there, that that was their agenda, that we didn't kick them all out of office uh, in the midterm elections in 2022. Yeah, it, so you kind of wonder, well, we didn't fix we didn't fix the election problems that existed in 2020. Very, very little was accomplished. So why did we expect a different result is kind of the way I'm looking at it. You know, one other thing that I, it, uh, that I wanted to mention, because I think people are going to say, well, you know, you have media. What do you mean media? Well, understand that there used to be the big six, corporations, and I can't remember who all of them are, but now it's down to four. And I know it's Viacom, like AT&T, Viacom, AT&T, Disney, and I can't remember the last 
the last one. I can't remember the last uh, group, but there are only four media corporations that run all of the news media in our country. And then we have the big tech media. thing, too. All the yeah. control there. And then the big tech. And if you think about the big, a bunch of the big tech guys are World Economic Forum guys. Or, or they all, you know, they're in skull and bones with, you know, the, the, the elites from Yale. Or, you know, it's like they all know each other. It's, it's a big club. But there are only four news agencies that oversee all of the news that we see and hear, including Fox News. Wow. That's why. So that's how they control the message. Yeah. And that's why this independent media is so important of what we do here at the Kim Munson Show, what, all the things that you do, Jill. Uh, that's why independent media is so important. These independent voices are very, very important. So, Jill, we've got about three minutes left. How would you like to button this up on who are they? Um, well, number one, how about um, how about donate to Kim Munson's website and any other podcast you like because that's the last bastion. I mean, radio, radio is kind of the last place where our our messages can be heard. You're not going to hear the whole story from anybody on on television or on social media. You're not. So it has to be radio and and internet, independent internet, like you said. So support support people who don't, who aren't part of the the cool club. The, the elites um, yeah. in the world stop yeah. stop doing as much as you can I'm not telling you never to buy anything from Amazon again because I do but it, but it's kind of like, you know at least understand who these people are what they support they're not necessarily working for you and if you're gonna you know I, I'm not saying don't ever watch movies again I love movies I'm a movieaholic and and I I, I love it. But now I watch everything with a critical eye. I kind of go, wait a second, what's the message? What's the underlying message in this movie? Is there one? Is there not right. one? Right. What, what's hiding in here? Or sometimes you get great information from a movie that you're like, hold on. I wonder, like the Bourne, the Bourne series, the Jason Bourne series. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a second. Did that really happen? Yeah, it was MKUltra. And the CIA admitted it. But it's just kind of like, oh, wow, that's MKUltra. Okay, Zoolander, for crying out loud. Zoolander, you remember that movie, yeah. Ben Stiller? Wild? That's MKUltra. Hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, huh. That's all. So, so sometimes it's really enlightening, even, and it's entertaining, and it's enlightening, but look at it with a critical eye. So I'm not telling you not to live your life. You've got to live your life, but understand that there are that there are entities out there that are trying to trying to control what you think what you believe how you act how your kids are educated the value system that you have how much money you can make all of that understand that that's really happening and that is why we have to be informed and just a quick note i appreciate the plug dr jill vecchio but um you don't donate to me it's a contribution because we're we're not a 501c3 because i don't want to have our voices constricted whatsoever so dr jill yeah dr jill vecchio thank you so much and uh happy thanksgiving to you and your family you too and ever to everybody out there god bless you all 
And our quote for the end of the show is George Orwell, and he said this, All tyrannies uh, rule through fraud and, and force, but once the fraud is exposed, they must rely exclusively on force. So my friends, today be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America. <laughs>